sir. Welcome back to another episode of Of Man Over Music. A music of a man. With your lovely host, Maisha. And Jakar. Welcome to episode 47. Yeah, episode 47 of the Man Over Music, a music of a man podcast. With, you know, the the most humblest and arrogant, uh, (laughs) your favorite couple podcasts. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maisha back in the building. Feeling good, feeling great this week. Jakar is back in the building. Feeling great, feeling good this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to switch the intro up this week. Yeah, you know? I, I guess so. You know, it's two weeks in a row. Oh. Yeah. Wow, I was just yeah. like, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, I know. But um, how you feeling? Um, I am feeling... Anxious, but in a good way. Well, tell me why are you feeling anxious in a good way? Because, you know, things seem like it's on the up and up. It's always on the up and up. You know, it's, it's, it's never down. Although we feel like it be down sometimes, it's always on the up and up. No, I feel you on that. I definitely feel you on that. Um, yeah, I, I guess i say, uh, I'm, you know, Still at peace, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with a slight chance of excitement on, on the forecast. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, great things. Um, you know, I want to call, I want to call this part of, uh, <clears throat> our day. It's called off the market. Off the market. <laughs> off the market. <laughs> call this part of the day off the right. market. Right. Yeah. Right. But, um. You know, sooner sooner than later, y'all will find out what that means. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, you know, we gonna we gonna still keep it reserved. We gotta keep it on the tuck. It's the uh, OT showing the M ain't the M ain't popped out yet. It's you see the silhouette of the M. The OT. Yeah. And then the silhouette. Yeah. I don't even know. I, I you know. Off the market. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. But um, it's cool, you know. <clears throat> But yeah, my week has been, uh, you know, it's been cool. It's been cool, you know, just uh, preparing myself for this week that we got coming up. Um, you know, unfortunately, I had to attend a, uh, you know, a funeral of a family member, but it's all good, you know. As as you know, this life cycle is, you know, you here today and you might be gone tomorrow, but, uh, you know, it's just living your life to the fullest. Sure. So, you know, you can't, what I've come to grips with in terms with is like not to be sad of uh, losing people, you know. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You t- oh, sorry. I'm, my tact is so off. But I was watching a movie and it's, it was kind of tragic, but it was beautiful at the same time. But I'm sorry. Let me not get into that yet. Oh, oh so you're going to save the movie. No, I mean, like, it's it's along the lines of it. Oh, well, I was trying to hear where, where you was going. Okay, so, um, who was in the movie? Is he Elizabeth, I guess? Elizabeth, Elizabeth, uh, Pooh, the same chick from uh, Midsommar, same <laughs> chick from um, Don't Worry Darling. She's just a great a- a actress, you know, that's just what she is. And who also, oh, I can't talk. 
Morgan Freeman is also in this movie. They got a movie where they in the movie together? Together, yes, yes. Mm. Um, so this is what happened. She was marrying his son. <laughs> and uh, his her future sister-in-law and husband were going with her to uh, pick out a dress or whatnot. Right. Got into a car accident, and that car accident caused the daughter, I'm mean with the sister-in-law to die mm. along with her husband. Mm. Um, so she broke it off with him. We didn't see that part happening, but she broke it off with him. A year later, she was like addicted to opioids. Um, and Morgan Freeman used to be addicted to alcohol. Mm. And they, they didn't meet up, but they seen each other at the meeting. And she was going to leave, but she ended up staying. And basically, they develop a, um, a friendship through the whole situation. You'll have to sit and watch it to see how it went. But um, you may think about this movie. I was going to talk about it today anyway in a different way. But... Um, on his arm, he had a tattoo that said, like, uh, a more fatality, uh, a more, I don't know what it, uh, the exact, uh, in what language the fatal was in, a fatality is. Mm. It was just basically saying, love your fate. Mm. Love, you know, what will happen, you know. And um, it's... It's not being a bigger person, but forgiving and forgetting. You know, we talked about forgive and forget. Right. Um, it ended up being beautiful because uh, Morgan, Freeman, Freeman, Morgan Freeman ended up dying at the end. But Elizabeth Pooh, she came back into the picture. She was there to support her son. I'm sorry, her son. Support his son mm. and the daughter of the... Um, the sister-in-law that died. Mm. It was just beautiful that way it, it came together. Um, and he was an ex-cop, too. Mm. And another thing about forgiving and forgetting, the son who she was going to marry told him, told her that he had, um, he was deaf in his ear since birth, one of his ears since birth. But what happened was, since Morgan Freeman was an alcoholic, um, he will black out and beat them. Mm. And um, he beat him to the point one time where he lost hearing in his ear. So he didn't have a really good relationship with his father at all. He was very distant until Elizabeth Pooh came back into the picture. But he, he, he was still distant from the father or whatnot. But... Interesting. It was it was very good. Mm, so he got closure from Elizabeth, Elizabeth Pooh's character. Kinda. Oh, okay. Kinda, not necessarily closure, but um, like I said, it's about forgiving and moving forward. Mm. Forgiving and moving forward. You remember the name of that movie? A good person. Mm. Well, hey, people. Because we all make mistakes. Yeah. I think that's a good title for a movie, especially with that type of plot. Yeah, the movie was tripped out 
because, you know, we'd be so quick to judge people or whatnot. And Elizabeth's uh, mom had dumped her pills down the toilet, right? Mm. So Elizabeth went out and got house and stuff and came back. But I guess, she, I don't know how long she was gone, but the mama was looking for her or whatnot. So she had asked a friend for some pain medication or whatnot. And she was just like, you know, yeah, I'm so sorry. So-and-so is giving this to you, you know. I don't care that you, blah, 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 we're going to take it one day at a time, or blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just like somebody may say that she's, um, I don't want to say handicapping, or it's more so hindering, or Mm -hmm. I can't think of the the exact term I want to say, but what would you do? What would you do in that situation? Right. Would you, I cannot think of the name of the but, uh, but anyway. They do say that you handicapping them. Yes, but it's a different term. But maybe that's what it is. Uh, what would you do in that situation? Would you go get some drugs for your kid? Or would you be like, no. You you don't know unless you're in it. Mm-hmm. Because she was scared that she was gone. It just, you know, opened your eyes to a lot of things. And it's not that I'm not open already to it. It's just that... Um, Life is not perfect. Mm. Life is not perfect at all. Um, Morgan Free was saying how... So, I cannot think of uh, what those towns are called when you create those towns. You know, Beetlejuice. Yeah. You know, he created those uh, things in his basement. And he put himself, like, um, behind the school when he had his first kiss. He put himself at the train station when he came home from um, from war, from Afghanistan, wherever he was. And his dad come picking him up. And he said, this is a perfect world. But the world that we live in is not perfect. Because his dad didn't come pick him up. His dad was drunk. Face down in some snow on the day that he came home. Mm. You know, so, you know... This people think that uh, all certain actions lead to certain things. For the most part, it does. But some things just don't add up sometimes. That sound that sounds like a good movie. I'm mad I wasn't woke to see it. <laughs> man, I was just up. I was up. Oh, oh man. man, it started off with a uh, church. Oh yeah, that on was TV. hilarious. That that made me so mad. That's hilarious. They just try to get you from every angle. Oh no, I ain't even gonna let you get into that one. Yeah, I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know now. I'm gonna bait you into this whole conversation <laughs> about about that whole thing. Oh please. In the midst of this, please. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, y'all. You know, when you you know, just understand. You know, this is life. You know, forgive people for whatever you feel like they didn't do wrong to you or, you know, and you can only hope that somebody will forgive you for the wrong that, that you did to them. So, uh, but yeah, be, just be happy with life, man. And then, you know, it, it comes in a cycle. It does come in a cycle with, with the life comes death, you know, like they say, and I ain't trying to be dark or morbid or insensitive, but they do say all good things must come to an end. You know, but you just want to hope that it has a, a beautiful lifespan to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I feel like uh, I've processed, I've processed the, you know, the loss, you know, um, but 
like I said, I got so many good memories. Good memories. It it would be hard for me to be sad and and down about it. Like, you know, yeah, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna miss Aunt Dorothy, but uh, you know, we had too many good moments for me to you know be sad about it. You know, it's so cute. It was so cute. You know how she'd be like, Jaka. <laughs> yeah, Jaka. <laughs> and that's that was you know that's been the mo- that was the most beautiful thing like you know we went and celebrated her birthday with a uh, in October you know when she got out the hospital and she still knew who I was mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so and you know for somebody's health to be deteriorating and for you to still be remembered and you know you still get that same excitement when you walk in the room yeah it's you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could never be sad. I could just be grateful and humbled about it, you know, uh, with a hint of arrogance. But, uh, you know, it's, it's it was always a vibe. Um, but <clears throat> to get off the somber note, I'm going to just get into some funny funny news about this whole ordeal, too. So we, we've been going over my cousin's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody... You know, everybody think I don't remember what the house, you know, what the house is or how how the house is designed and organized and what stuff is. Yeah. And so Lance is the only person that's been like, no, nah, this nigga ain't blind. He can see. You see how he moving? <laughs> he moving. He ain't even walking to nothing. How he doing this? Like, I mean, the house ain't changed in 30 years. <laughs> you know. Some stuff has been incorporated and, and brought in. Like, you know, it's a little difference, but the staging of the stuff is still the same. So mm-hmm. I ain't forgot. And um, it blew their mind because we went into my cousin's uh, old bedroom. And I was like, what happened to the carpet? Because they pulled the carpet up. Mm-hmm. And they was like, ain't no carpet. Ain't no carpet was ever in here. Well, ain't no carpet been in here. And then my younger cousin was like, no, it was carpet in this room. When y'all removed this? And it was like... <laughs> Oh, uh, well, see, I ain't never noticed. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't even know it was carpet in here. Like, right. hey, man, don't touch me, G. My memory is re- really well. I know what's going on, you know. So it was fun. It was funny. It was cool, you know. Um, you know, just shout out to my family. You know, we might not speak often, you know, but the love is still there, you know. Uh, to... To Lance's point, I'm, I'm going to give him credit for this. You know, <clears throat> it shouldn't always have to be a funeral when family get together. Right, you true. know? That's true. And uh, that's the unfortunate thing. But the one thing that I've understood as we've gotten older anyway is when you get older, you start living your own life. You you, you kind of forget. You know, you you forget, but you get caught up in what, you, what it is that you're doing in your life, what you got going on. And it's, you know, it's just finding a healthy balance of that, you know. And uh, I know I've, I got to take some ownership and finding a healthy balance because it's a lot of stuff that I want to do. It's a lot of energy that I only be wanting to consume, you know. So yeah. it's making a, making the time and a conscious effort to even still be able to give up at least if at the lowest 5% of that energy. At the lowest. You can you can give 5%, you know. So, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's gonna be a, a interesting week for me, but a uh, but a great week that we going into. You know, um, OTM, mm-hmm. <laughs> OTM. That's the that's my thing. OTM. Yeah. But uh, you know, uh, 
I wonder, should we get into, because um, I showed you this video with Charleston White. Um, I wonder if we should get into that. Um, I also had a, a topic today for you about um, accountability versus um, protecting the black woman. And then uh, I think I have one more thing for you, but I don't know which way I want to start. Well, if you do, if we talk about uh, Charles White, what's his name? Charleston White. Charleston White. If we talk about that video, I think that will lead into accountability and protecting the black woman as well. Because it's kind of like, depending on, you know, your standpoint and what it is that you want to touch on with that, it'll give it. Yeah, I got so many places I want to go with that, that second one, but we... Oh uh, yeah, let's start on let's start with Charleston White. Um, I mean, cause I mean, what's that uh that lyric, that verse? What verse? You talking about the future one? No, not uh, that one. Oh 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 oh! You talking about uh you talking about the Lil Wayne? Verse. Yeah, right. like, yeah, 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 yeah. We gonna yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't give them that one yet. Oh, see, <laughs> we, um, but yeah, man. we yeah. Let's end with that. That's good. Okay. Um, but yeah, recently Charleston White, he was on the Cam Newton's uh, podcast and forgive me for not knowing the name of uh, Cam Newton's podcast, but you know, he had, he had a interesting or not even interesting. I'm going to say a real perspective on what it is, why he does what he does and you know, how he slipped in what he wanted wanting people to pay attention or focus on, mm-hmm. you know. And honestly, his his tactics work. You know, we talk about we talk about it often at, about outrage media, but I want to say he mastered it to a T. Mm-hmm. You know, he says things that people don't like. You know, he, he um, I would say this, he is comedic. He's comedic, even with uh, with the statement that you told me. He said, "Like men who put on lotion ain't real men." That's hilarious, because I bet you not one time in them videos did he look ashy. <laughs> so you know, it's it's just saying something to you know say something to make you know somebody feel a certain type of way, but right. I like, you know, I like what he did because he had people, he got people to buy into his outrage. And now he's been, you know, he's been facts. And he he told us in this clip a little bit about it, about himself. He was saying how he was working with governors and uh, local legislation, like local people in, in that take care of legislation to try to make things happen with change. He was doing, you know, working with different journals and uh, study groups to figure out why certain, like, you know, certain things was going on with kids or police uh, police activity, like, you know, just police killings. And nobody was listening to him when he had on his bow tie. Mm. You know, yeah, when he had on his suit. Right. But once he started acting ignorant, people paid attention to him. Right. And that's the most unfortunate thing with 
us as a black community, we pay attention more to ignorance than more to than more to things that really are affecting our community. You know how how many times we've talked about reality TV, uh, love and hip hop, or Flavor Love. No disrespect to Flavor Flav, but you know Flavor Flav. Any show like that, but we we sure ain't focused on. Why the why our community is being taken over? Why we don't own anything in our community? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going right up underneath your nose because the plan is to keep your mind entertained with this ignorance. I can't believe like I'm just gonna believe it. You know, for him to say the uh, the uh, stats on how young the kids are with getting sexually transmitted diseases. HIV and what did he say? Syphilis or chlamydia, one of them. Yep. Around thirteen and all that stuff. I said what? Hey, and the only reason I want to, be, I mean, like I ain't look it up because it's it's believable. Yeah. Just think of like you know, <clears throat> he you know he brought it to a a real a real button point when he was trying to talk about how people condemn his message, but you ain't condemning what you, what your kids listening to. You ain't condemning the music that you listening to. Right. Why condemn my statements if you ain't condemning the uh, the information that you already taking in? I, I felt so bad because he was rapping, like, uh, certain lines from Future. He was rapping certain lines from Chicago Drill Rappers. He was rapping a hook from a Drake and uh, Future and Young Thug song. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I was sitting, like, I know what the next lyrics are. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But do I know if he was to recite some, like, from some law, would I know the next line of that? Right. Not at all. Right. You know. So, it's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm aware of my own ignorance as well. Right. But, yeah, yeah you know, we just got to, like you said, we as black people, we got to do better, you know. And uh, it's so funny because he called out the hypocrisy of um, black people. We wasn't supposed to be supporting the NFL, but as soon as Jay-Z took over, we was back to watching football. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be real, though. I never stopped. Mm -hmm. I never stopped. Like, I don't, you know, all things ain't meant to mix. You know what I'm saying? Sports. And politics don't go hand in hand because at the but end they of the day, they could, they could, they could, but but it it does though, it really does. Well, then that means of the history. Well, you're right. I mean, that if that's the case, politics is going to everything. There's all you know, all these artists. Y'all need to stop. Um, Recording every artist, whether you are a white artist, K pop artist, uh, hip hop artist, country artist, stop making music because in your, in your contract, it says your record company owns the masters. Your contract is more so looking, look at it's a slave contract. You, the worker, they, the owner, they had a right to all your intellectual property. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. Be all and all, you're right. And then, like you said, with sports, you got the owner and you got the player. The player make 
you know, the player is making some money, but the owner is taking in these billions. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's just about how you want to, you know, how you really want to put it. But, hey, I don't think it's too many people out there that's willing to sacrifice their money for a cause. That's true. Absolutely true. So, and it's so easy to blackball them. You know, wait, you forgot, you forget about them. Mm-hmm. You only care about what's the next hot thing. But yeah, Charleston White, man, I'm a, I'm gonna consume more of your content. I don't care, like, to be real, I don't care how ignorant he's speaking because it's just reading in between them lines. What is the message that you're trying to get, right. get across? Right. Between what you're saying, you know, because we didn't took we didn't took in so much uh, information or content. Where it's promoting uh, over the counter drugs or these pharmaceutical drugs, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if these uh, these companies like OxyContin or Percocets or uh, Xanax is paying these labels to get these artists to talk about how they take these drugs. Advertisement. Yeah, all that's all it is. That's all it is. That's why we wondering why people out here drugged out and messed up, you know, not like that. I remember uh, coming up, you know, you would hear songs like Ja Ja Rule, Ecstasy. He got a song talking about, you know, taking ecstasy, but they sampled Barry White's uh, song, Mm. you know? Yeah. It's like. These drugs mess up people's minds. They mess up your body, too, but they mess up your mind. Mm-hmm. Got to be more aware. You got Definitely got to be more aware. What's going on? Percocet. Molly Percocet. Chase a chick. Never chase it. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just like, it's, it's just like really, you know, messaging. Message. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm being serious. But uh, no, it's the messaging. It's the messaging. What are you? What is? What's you putting out there? What are you advertising? But we all fall. I don't even want to say victim to it. <sighs> ignorance. I mean, but you're not ignorant to it. I guess like you just turning a blind eye, and I no no pun intended. I won't even know. I, I know. Hey, no, nah, I know. But it's so funny because we had so many blind jokes over the last 24 hours. It's just like, uh. Yeah, you know. no pun intended, yeah. though. But no, nah, that's crazy. But, um, <clears throat> to Mike's favorite part of, uh, what, what Charleston White was saying. What's my favorite part? Oh, when he was saying, like, he, you know, his message is to me and he don't care about. I didn't say that was my favorite um, part. Um, but, but you enjoyed it the most. So he was saying his message is main so mainly directed to men. Um, you know, he was saying he don't care about, you know, women who get BBLs, uh, women who putting on the fake eyelashes, or women who got multiple baby daddies and they single parents. You know, his his message is mainly pertaining to males about how we need to step up and take take charge and take the leadership. Which I ain't, uh, I ain't disagreeing about, but it, uh, it made me think about some, 
you know, too, but I had this, I had this thought, this concept, uh, before we even heard this. And I was just thinking about accountability versus, uh, protecting black women. And I said that because, you know, for the last couple of weeks, we was talking about Meg the Stallion and, uh, her relationship with Partisan Fontaine and how the narrative was at first like, oh, we need to protect this black woman. But then we dismissing a lot of her accountability for the situations that she put herself in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know we had this conversation before, like some time about like women lacking accountability. And it's just like, okay, so who's, not really whose fault is that, but at what point do these lines blur when you are supposed to protect the black woman and the accountability of actions? Mm-hmm. You know, cer- certain things, it's like a blurred line, but you're really not able to speak on it without, you know, being canceled. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, I just don't care. So, uh, what I mean by that, though, is... We gotta. We need to hold everybody to a certain level of accountability. Like, if you if you know something ain't right about somebody, then or some ain't you know, something is off. Don't partake in it. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't put yourself in compromising situations for a good time, mm-hmm. and then you know, be crying that certain things happen. You know, I, but I'm this ain't got nothing to do with, like, um, like people who go through, like, sexual assault or anything like that because I know how these statements can get misconstrued. Like, if, like I'm saying, well, it's a woman fault why X, mm, Y, and Z right, happen. Right. No, I ain't talking about that, but I'm just talking about if you in a situation where you might be riding with some people and you know some some ain't right or they letting you know like they they got other things that they they in the midst of doing, don't don't ride with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Protect protect yourself. Like it's just um, it's very it's very touchy subjects that you know. Men ain't allowed to speak on, but I definitely feel like women have to do a better job with holding they own they own you know gender to a level of accountability. And and what way though, as far as what accountability? Everything, everything, because you know what you put out is what you get. You know what I'm saying? Well, all right. For example, okay. Wait, for example. It, this is about a. Remember, we had this conversation on here, and you were saying, "Do you you asked me, do I ever think it'll be a time where women would um, be covered up?" Mm-hmm. And I told you no, mm-hmm. right? That's the accountability. Like, why? Why is like women getting BBLs or uh, surgery so prim? prominent right but yes you can you can say it's based off of being desired by a male but what male are you really looking at you looking at the male that's rich that's on tv 
that's got these video vixens, you trying to be desired by this particular male opposed to being desired for who you are. Yeah, but then like you got the everyday male that that look at uh Melissa Ford. I'm just saying I know these older people, Melissa Ford and the pinkies of the world. So it's just like those are everyday people. They are. They are everyday people, but you also got the everyday man that's going to like you for you. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. That's what everyday men are, the, not just the people, the men See, with uh, money. I, I think men, I, see, I think this is this is just me, frankly speaking. Most men are realistic and know that every woman ain't going to look like that. That's, that's just a fact. Like... I'm gonna try not it's to. It's just like it's not to cut you off, but like some some men are ass men and some men are titty titty people, you know. Yeah. But some women don't have any ass or titties. But hey, but guess what? It's still men that Somebody pursue them. like that. It's still men that pursue them, you know. And that's what I'm saying: the accountability of just loving yourself and not enhancing your body, mm-hmm. because. Is you doing more harm to yourself than what this man, what this man like is doing to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's sad when you hear stories about how women down the operating table because they was getting this surgery, or women got to fly to another country to have uh, butt injections, butt enhancements, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, where is the level of accountability saying like presenting that yo you don't have to do this mm-hmm. you don't have and then what's messed up right so then you go after the dude that you wanted that supposedly like this body image and you don't even end up with him mm-hmm. you don't get him or it's a one night thing wham bam thank you ma'am mm-hmm. and then you upset with yourself and you crying because you got these surgeries because you thought that's what this man was gonna want from me. Mm-hmm. Accountability definitely needs to be held across the board. But is it a man's job in this particular sense to protect the black woman and let her know that you don't have to change your body? Or I think so. Okay, so then at what point are women gonna listen to to men to let them know like what 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 do we as men have to do to make a woman feel secure to know that you don't have to do that. Well, I think, like you said, first and foremost, the woman needs to take accountability in building her self-love or self-care or whatever, self-love. But when... I'm trying to figure out how I want to lay it down, but I still think it's up to the man. To make those changes. But it's me. It's me making changes like that. For example, uh, the homie who got the song, the Lizzo song. Mm-hmm. He letting her know. He, hey, he said, uh, uh, what about the FUPA? He said something about, you know, he, he's embracing a woman who has curves, mm-hmm. who, you know, who ain't. The what they quote unquote the the model size deem as the model size, mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? He said, you know, she got a little bit of stomach, but that's okay. He don't, you know, he don't care. Mm. You know, so it's it's not, we're going to have to stop acting like it's not men out there who like it. Because it is. Oh, yeah, I know. It is. So, it's just, uh, to me, it's still, like, mind-boggling. But, um... Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there because I was just thinking about promiscuity, and uh, you know, this is the only thing that I'm gonna say, right? Because we we talk off mic about this plenty of times, and uh, hmm, whatever. I don't care. Anyway, uh, you know how we talk about women who like. Um, but men, like, you know, they don't get what they want from men. For example, the story about Bow Wow, the girl in Bow Wow that you was telling me about. Mm-hmm. So should we hold her accountable? Or how do we hold her accountable for her actions? But if she was to say, if she was to say Bow Wow did something to her, we, you know, they would want us to rush to her and say her protect side. the yeah, rush to her side and say protect the black woman. Yeah, I feel like she do need to be held accountable for her actions. So first of all, the post I don't know how true it is or whatnot. Some female has said that little Bow Wow lived up to the little in his name, and he was supposed to pay her twelve thousand dollars while he paid her fifteen hundred dollars. And it's just like, well, you seen it before it happened, so you didn't even have to go through with it. <laughs> That's right. how I look at it in the first place, and it's just like that's on you. That ain't on him. That's on her. Yeah, so I just like those are the situations when it's like to protect the black woman. It, it pisses me off because she'd be so quick to say that he did something to her. I mean, like that's that to me. It's, situations like that is business. She just. She wasn't right on her business. She wasn't standing on business. She wasn't huh? standing on business, and that's that's they ain't got nothing to do with protecting black women. So you think she should have went to the course of uh, Ti? Nah. Hey, he been standing on business the whole the whole yeah, past he, week. Yes, he, he has. But nah. Oh, hey, yeah, nah. I don't know if Ti the right teacher. I'm standing on business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a great teacher, though. But um, no, yeah, I'm that. That's just the thing with me. Like, you know, women who do, who do certain things, and then they, you know, some the outcome don't go the way they want, and then they want you to uh, protect them. So I'm gonna ask you this though: If a man went to jail, should a woman give the man a chance? <laughs> it depends on I mean, what like, they. It depends on what they went to jail for. Because oh, okay. that's, yeah, that's still, because I, not like that. If a man went to jail because he was a child molester, I you know, uh, I ain't going to say all of that, that she should give him a chance, especially if you got kids. Yeah. I'm not, so it's. I'm not. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I ain't taking no chance. That chance ain't meant for me to take. It's I'm a. Um, back in the Monopoly. Oh, back in the. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Send me to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I roll the dice. Um, but yeah, no. So, 
Yeah, to your point, though, right? It depends on what they went to jail for. Like, drug offenses? Sure. Sure. You know, that's all. I mean, to me, I think that's okay. You know, um, it, it gets real touchy with me when, pause, it gets touchy, though, when you say they might have went to jail for assault, murder, rape, molestation, you know. Uh, but I'm cool with a little DUI. Oh, that's that's kind of. No, I'm saying if you oh, uh, for a woman was to date a man who went to jail for a DUI. I mean, like they go to jail for a DUI, most likely they kill somebody. Well, no, people go to jail for DUIs because you know they they was drunk. I ain't saying they did long prison sentences. But okay, but typically, like, it doesn't have to be like multiple offenses for you to go to jail. Yeah, for they DUI. just they alcoholic. Well, like, I don't know about that, man. They, they need to work on themselves. Okay, well, you're right. But I'm just saying, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't condemn them. My face kind of frowned up, just let you know. Yeah, that's all good. I'm I just, like, mm. I just wouldn't condemn them. Okay. Because if, I mean, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, you might as well condemn the people who went to jail for uh, dealing drugs. Well, see, that's a little different to me because it's just like people got a choice to take them drugs or not. True. True. I wonder what the world would look like if everybody was sober. I don't know. You know, it's kind of it kind of go back to the Morgan Freeman thing, where you were saying like this was the perfect world. Yeah. Like, uh, it's uh, how would people, how would people react to rain? If everybody, if the world was sober and everybody was happy. Oh. I'll tell you one thing. I know I'd be getting some good rest there. Right? When it rained, them the best days to sleep in. That is true. That is true. That is very true. But yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> but... I guess uh, I guess I'm gonna turn into a whole hypocrite, Maisha, because you know I really, um, I really like we say this all the time. It's a lot that's held on, held up for the man to do, especially in particular black men. But it's like uh, it's really no give. It's really no give. You ain't. I got I got something no to say. Not Go to ahead. cut you off. Yeah. But, like, because I'm thinking about, you know, like, women showing themselves, men looking at the women that showing themselves, but then want a wholesome girl. I feel like if a man was to tell a girl, a female, that, oh, you don't got to dress like that, blah, blah, she'd be like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> You know, I can, you know, dress how I want to dress and blah, 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 which is true. You can. You can. You can do what you want. But, um, because I feel like it's that whole thing about men being in control and being able to uh, control what a woman does because he's supposed to be bringing home the bacon so his woman can't dress like that, blah, blah, blah. 
So I understand like a woman having a response like that, but it's just like it's just so. Yeah, see, I'm glad you said that because then it's to me this is goes back to the whole thing. Like, what do you want? What What do you really want? You know, is it is it the fact that you you know you still want to be able to do what you want to do, which is fine. And you know, I don't think nobody should be controlled by a gender or a person. Period. But what you wear or how you present yourself. Get for the most part gets you certain reactions. Yeah, that's true. But you know what's fucked up? If a man does pull a wholesome girl, but then he end up cheating on her with somebody that ain't so wholesome. And I think that's what happens. Touche. I agree. <laughs> I agree with that statement. I agree with what you're saying. I agree with your analogy. Um. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to say this because it's so, it's so messed up to say, but it's the truth. It's like, you know, what's the Lil Wayne verse? What's, I fucked the whole group, baby, I'm a groupie. Yeah. Hey, so what? Like, all right. <laughs> now I'm a, I'm a, I got two, I got two feelings about this. Okay. And like, that whole statement. But. Okay. What's, what's necessarily, well, no, not. I know what's wrong with him saying that. But um, now, is that him just showing his appreciation for all all women? He said he a, he a fuck the whole group. He a group. Mm-hmm. So they all ain't got to be aligned and look the same. Mm-hmm. He'll still sleep with them. Mm-hmm. And then, not like that, see, while we, we put up false narratives of all women, right? Because the woman that you think that looked the most wholesome is probably the most freaky. Mm-hmm. And the one that looked like she the most freaky is low-key the most wholesome. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know what you got until you get in there. Mm-hmm. You know, until you, like, really decide and see what the person is. But then also, too, we going off the stigma of, stigma of uh, what these people are wearing out, what they wearing to the club. Because just because he in this crop top shirt and like these most revealing, like revealing clothes in the club, would you be mad if you met her at the club and then she was like, no, nah, she want to, you know, you got to take her out. Then you take her out and you still don't get no booty. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just how she portrayed herself. She baited and switched you. Mm-hmm. You know, right, should you be mad as a man? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, I I don't think so. Because me personally, I'm just saying this personally. I don't think I don't so. See nothing, I don't see nothing wrong with women doing that. Like, if you, if you wore what you wore, but then you still got a certain level of standard to yourself. It's cat, but you know what? It's like um, Tupac's song. You don't know me. You just met me. You won't let me. Silly rabbit, why you sweat me? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Kinda, it's kind of like that, but it's just like. But it's flipped though, because that's I'm talking about the man pursuing the woman. Mm-hmm. Now, if the woman pursuing a man and you, you know, you done did all this and 
you know what he on, and you ain't let, like, I feel like the joke is on you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm moving on, mm-hmm. you know. But isn't that a way of a woman enticing a man, though? Yeah, but he said, you know, she sweated him. I think that's the that oh, makes that's the, the difference. That's, that's what the, makes the whole huge she difference. Sweated she sweated him. Like she was gone. Yeah. Now that's that's messed up. But just because you dress in a certain way don't mean you gonna be a certain way. Right. You're right. Like I you know I think we as men we get the notion because if she wearing this this too short dress and if she you know, one false move, booty is out, vagina is out, you know, you you already got it in the notion of your mind of what she was on when she came out. Uh huh. You know, now, you know, that I guess we do put the honest on ourselves as men because we we set up that false narrative of what, you know, what she probably is on. Uh-huh. And maybe that's just how she liked to, you know, that's how she liked to dress. But, uh, you know, it's self-control. Self-control on, on the man portion, which we got to practice more. And I, honestly, I feel like, it's a lot of piss poor job that's done um, as men on like just recognizing that all women ain't the same, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's what I say. That's where I fault is. That's what um, that's the lack of accountability that we have for show mm-hmm. is boxing all women into one stature. But I do think it's so funny that. Every woman or every girl that was calling themselves a particular high girl or promoting um, sexual liberation is drawn back off of it now. Mm-hmm. But what happened? What happened to this? Did Did y'all realize that it was bullshit marketing? That it it didn't it don't get you really no self respect mm-hmm. because I'm gonna tell you um you know if women didn't notice. By now, you should know it. If you didn't been with two or more people in the same circle, you don't think that they didn't tell five other people that know them? Mm-hmm. And you wondering why you always getting invited to the particular events. They got your drink of choice stuff. Because mm-hmm. we, we know about you. Mm-hmm. So on any given night, <laughs> it might be our night. And you just thinking like, oh, he's so cool. He's so like, man, we know we already know the deal about you. Mm-hmm. You know, we we know what it is. You know, turn you up, turn you up a little bit. Talk, you know, talk to you, put some put some game in your ear, and that's what it is. And you going, huh? and you going, mm-hmm. you going like it don't. It's gonna it sound messed up to sound like. The, that particular woman is being preyed on. But you kind of put yourself in that uh, situation because you messing with a circle. Mm-hmm. Um, not unless you think somebody in that circle is Prince Charming, then, hey, hey, so, so be it. So be it. Whatever. I ain't, I ain't necessarily mad at you, but just know the level of seriousness that you going to be taking. Is little to none. Little to none. But um, like poison. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, how how do you know? Me, Me and, and the, the crew, crew used to do it. And it's just like, y'all calling her for I said, what I say? This was like, what, last week or some days ago mm-hmm. or something? I said, uh, y'all calling her poison, but y'all putting the poison in her. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Hey, it's, it's just tripped out. But, um. I think when you see it, you need to talk about it, though. Mm. Like, it's just like, hey, you know, you talk to so-and-so. I think it needs to be said. Like, do you know what you're doing? Mm, yep. You know what I'm saying? On some some real talk. And it's just like, if she say, yeah, you know, it it is what it is, you know. Or, like, maybe give us some thought or she get pissed off. But, you know. Yeah, because I. I feel like if y'all see it, she shouldn't be treated like a hoe. I think she should be treated respectfully or whatnot because you're gonna you're gonna respectfully put that penis inside of her not respectfully right, i was gonna say it might be disrespect you're you gonna, you gonna do that it might be disrespect she might you she know might. she warranted that so it's just like she should be warranted that she, that everybody know what she doing what she what it looks like she about to, to do mm. and that she won't be judged for it no, no, you're going to be judged. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, there needs, needs to be something said. Because just like... Because y'all women, y'all she, judge each she, other. If she going to be judged for it, y'all should be judged for it, too. Yeah, yeah, we know who the nasty niggas is. Like, I don't think that's no issue. Women don't have no problem with calling... You know, they don't have no problem with saying a man asleep or anything, right? Mm-hmm. But why, why are y'all saying that? Because y'all know y'all got some friends out here or y'all know some women out here that I just do anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, it, yes, it goes on a two-person two, two street. But, you know, I hate to say it like this, but if a woman was to withhold sex, a man going, you know, he going to get it, he going to get it off whether he got to do it his, himself or do it with somebody who don't hold themselves in a high regard. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think if, on the playing field, if more women held themselves in a higher regard, it's just like, how can you, we already said this before, but how can you expect something from somebody if you just make it so easy to to be attained? It's like children. And I ain't comparing sex to children, but, but think about it like this. You know, if you always giving your child what they want when they want it, how are they going to ever know to work for something? Mm-hmm. You know, how are they going to ever know, understand what the value of something is? Yeah. If you always giving it to them. Um, I'm, in, I'm not comparing, I'm not comparing the two, but it's just the analogy I wanted to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like a lot of things that have been portrayed within the last 10 to 15 years. Well, I'm going to just, not even 10 to 15 years, because this has been going on for decades, generations, you know. And it makes me think about uh, the 90s and 
how women were dressed then. Like, if we looked at Living Single, for example, they wasn't dressed provocative. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you always got two sides of women. And I'm going to be real with, like, like I said earlier, it's always two sides of women. You got the wholesome side and you got the freaky side. You know, some people are just outwardly, you know, forward with their freaky side. And I don't condemn, I don't condemn women for that. You know what I'm saying? It's, if you go on Twitter X, you're going to see a lot of the freaky owner. You know what I'm saying? I don't, and I don't necessarily agree with it because I just feel like some, most of that stuff should be kept private. A lot of it is done for attention and, um, you know, just because it gets you a dollar, you know what it is, Marsha? It's the easiest way to make a dollar. And um, that's why sex work is probably the number one uh, profession that's booming right now. I was going to ask you, like, should it just be kept for the strip club? You know what? The reason why I'm going to say no is because strip clubs, nine times out of ten, most of their uh, owners are men. Mm-hmm. And they they profiting more than the strippers. Because if you think about it, yeah, the strippers making money, but they still gotta, they got their own payout. It's not like they just stripping and making their money and going home. You know, you got you to gotta pay a quarter of the meat to pay back to the establishment. Mm. The thing about what they doing. Um, it's like booth rent for like a stylist. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly, exactly mm. what it is. So I get why like the stuff on social media is popular because you control the market. You, you know, you putting your pricing out there. You ain't got to pay no blueprint. Yeah. Well, you do. You still got, they still take their little cutout, but let's just say if it's $10 and you making 200 that ain't, that ain't affecting you for real. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's tough, man. It's really tough, but are we going for equality for both men and women? Or are we going for just overall freedom? You know, is this the liberty for women? Ah, liberty. Okay. So. (laughs) What you say, is it the what for women? Is it the equality or is it just liberty? Liberation. Yeah. I don't know. But I do, and I can say this, I understand why, I do understand why black women look at it as liberation because of the history of some black women from, you know, the times of slavery and, um, like the forties. Women were able to vote vote and all that. Yeah. So I do. Making less than a man. So I do understand it. I understand where it comes from, but it's, it's hard to accept. Well, I mean, like my question is this now. So since, you know, women want men to start bringing back the bacon in the home. Should men start making more than women again? Hey, I mean that's that's up to wow. That's up to the that's up to the that that 
that is, huh? I even, you know, I just thought about that now because men used to make more than women. So it's like, do you want to start back? Hey, because look, I, I can hear now. It's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of complaints from women on that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I I think it's uh, funnier now to hear like different little stories and uh, men and women working the same jobs, and you know, a man might have been at a company a little longer or have more experience than a woman, but she come in making more than him. And, you know, but then you still get the stories of women talking about, oh, this man got to make X, Y, and Z more than me. But it's just like, if you only knew that that ain't how it's going anymore because. It's equal now. Yeah. It's equal or we trying to give more onus to women on like, this is what y'all said y'all wanted. Right. So, hey, it's, you know. What are you willing to give? What are you willing to give and what are you willing to give up? Mm-hmm. You know, I tell you this. I know what I'm willing to give and what I'm willing to give up. I'm willing to give uh, an equal... I want to I wanna look at... Well, not look at women, but I want it to be able to look um, at women wanting more and better for themselves opposed to you know, being intertwined in so much ignorance and dumb stuff and what I'm willing to give up for that is the actual, the mass media that's promoting it. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to, I'm willing to get that up. I would, I would prefer we push more stable content. You know, um, I think it's interesting that we don't see more shows or something that's promoting marriages like the first wives club for example right mm-hmm. now i only watched a couple of episodes of this uh of this uh series on netflix and it's not bad but it reminds me a lot of like harlem okay and i was a bunch of women who was either in dysfunctional situations or, or marriages and um you know, it's it's just always talked about their trauma or trouble. It had a, it had some high high points, you know, where you seen it things was falling in the right place for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about shows like Family Matters, Good Times, The Jeffersons, where it was the strong, you know, black unit, black unit, yeah. Like even though on Good, I mean on The Jeffersons, Wheezy. She wasn't working, but she still was an impactful force in her house. Right. Same thing with good times. Like, you knew Florida Evans. She was the new, like, you know, she was the nucleus of the family. Mm -hmm. You know, family matters, the same thing. And uh, she worked, you know, Mm -hmm. but she was the nucleus. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the man was there, but you can't have a family without a woman. I mean, you know, well, you can, you can, you can, you can, you you know, but in what I'm talking about is these things were centered around the woman being the nucleus. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think that a man can't do it, 
but you see how impactful these women's roles were. And, you know, they they had modesty about them. Now, you know they got kids. You know all these women got kids. You know you ain't, you know, kids don't come out of thin now. You're, oh, what what do you think about the one with Lisa Ray, Dwayne Martin, and uh, Elise Neal? What was the name of that show? I can't think of it. Was it? Uh, it wasn't. Uh, dang, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, dang, why well, I can't remember the name I of that show. Know. It was pretty good, though. It was. It was pretty good. That one was good. Hey, now that's a that's a show that shows you a healthy functionality of, uh, yeah. you know, how a man can deal with, you know, his current woman and his past woman. And honestly, one on one. Yeah, I would show I would show them sh- shows to me. I feel like that's shows that we need to show men today, like young boys, like teenage boy. Yeah, like start them at the impressionable age of like seven. I'm watch them shows today about like fifteen, sixteen, because mm-hmm. then in that point you already get in the mind frame of how to deal. All right, how to deal with. Being a parent, single parent, co-parenting, you know what I'm saying? Opposed to, we got so many unhealthy co-parenting relationships out here. It's messed up, you know, whether it's right or wrong on the the mother or the father side, you still got a life that you raise nothing between it. And you want to try to give them the best relationship. All of us. All of us, yes. And it was created by Jada Pinkett Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's hilarious. Wow. That is hilarious. Wow, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, man. I forgot, yeah. Oh, man. Dang. Great show, though. Yeah. Great show. Mm. I wonder if it's loosely based off of... I think so. Mm. But that's good. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a good show. But, yeah, dealing with... That's a balance. That's a nice, healthy balance. Yeah. Wow, I did not, I didn't remember that. But yeah, what you think about that? What at what age should would you uh, show uh, a, a male or a growing male that uh, these shows? Um, school age, because the thing is, they may see like they they peers. They'll know, like, oh, my mama and daddy not together. My mom and daddy getting a divorce. My mama, that's my mama's uh, boyfriend. <laughs> you know, right. like, where you start to see different dynamics or whatnot. Hmm. Because you might be wondering about yours. If your parent, if your household is not a two-parent household. Or it help you understand what your, um, classmate might be going through. Hey, I think that might, I, I think the, these shows might be a reason why I don't really like to argue. You know, if you look at these shows, for real, like, yeah, they had the little bickering back and forth, but they ain't have full-blown out arguments. Mm-hmm. You know, and then what's so funny about it, you cut, like, they do a cut scene where they might be mad at each other that night, but the next day they had a conversation and it's done and over with. Mm-hmm. 
which, you know, that's why I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't want to argue. I don't want to be pent up with that aggression to feel like, feel like that. Let's, you know, let's try to move past this as quick as we can because this ain't, to me, it ain't worth it. Mm. But shout out to, man, shout out to half and half. I feel like now I got to go back and watch that. I mean, not half and half. All of us. All of us. Half and half, too. All right, that was, that was good. <laughs> half and half, too. That's another um, thing. Man. Blended, is it blended families? Yeah, blended families. Yeah. Man. Blended families. That's, man, these are good shows, G. Mm-hmm. Good shows. I don't know what happened. We don't got, we don't have this type of programming on TV no more. And what made the switch happen? What made, what made us be able to sit there and want to digest what we getting now? Because how many people are really showing their kids the proud family? Right. And that's what we grew up on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still going on, but. It was about family. Like, everything was about family. I don't even think it's really based on family anymore. Like, a unit. Mm-hmm. So, do you think the plan was to just like destroy the unit? Yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Mm. So much chaos and destruction, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. And before we get on to um, a different subject. <clears throat> This is this is another hot topic. This is a hot topic, and this shit. This, a hot not topic. No, nah, this 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 yeah may may be hot not topic, but the man Saucy Santana. He struck a chord with me today, or yesterday. Whenever you played this this particular clip, and you said he was having he was sitting down with Deval. I think uh, I think it was somebody else too, but for sure Deval, Deval Ellis. Yeah, so Saucy Santana said if he had a son, he would want his son to be gay too because he said he wouldn't want his son. Oh, to he be said gay. he wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, I thought he said he would. I thought he said he wouldn't because he would want him to go through what he went through. That's what he said. He would. He would not want him to go through. Now, see, I thought that's why he said he wanted it. Can you play the clip real quick so I can? I don't know if I got it, baby. Uh, yeah. I'll, I just wanna, cause if so, then I ain't I, I'm saucy. I ain't got no problems with you. Don't don't do me like you did academics. Oh, I ain't got no problems with you anyway, for real though. That's crazy. I have to look it up. All right. Well, I thought uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say I thought he said he would. I thought he said he would want his son to be gay because he would want his son to go through the things that he went through. And I was just about to say what type of crazy protect protect all kids protect all kids you know that's what we need to be saying but, but you know not besides protect black women but you know protect all kids too because they get lost in the shuffle wow that's yeah i have to like oh uh, all right, well. I'm fine. I'm sorry, baby. No, nah, it's all good. Well, we're going to go with um, 
we gonna go with your uh, your statement because that sounds a little bit more plausible to me. I, I think that's what he said. But ain't nothing wrong. It ain't nothing wrong with uh, you know, men being gay, women being gay. Love who you want to love. I don't, you know, it ain't affecting me for real. You know, happy. I think he was just saying it's a, a harder. Um, yeah, I would say I was. I would agree with him. I feel like it is harder to be a gay man than to be a heterosexual man. You getting picked on. You get picked on way more, especially coming up. Especially coming up as a child. Especially, I mean, like I ain't gonna act like I wasn't innocent to you know. I I mean, not like that. You know, uh, I just be like, oh man, you a gay ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wasn't really condemning. You know. Naming you because you like boys, but you know, just the <clears throat> this is who messed it up for gay men. It's the men who always overdo it, like the messy, overdoing it gay men. Mm-hmm. They mess it because, man, it, I know some cool gay homies, mm-hmm. some cool gay homies, and the ones that be doing too much that you know. That really be just overly like instigating. That's them the ones I don't like. I like playing Monroe. Flame Monroe, a real nigga, man. Yeah, I like Flame. Real, but Flame to me, some people will say Flame be instigating, and I don't feel like Flame be instigating. I feel like Flame be keeping it real. Mm-hmm. But you got them. Some of them, them gay men. Who like to instigate shit. They more catty than women. Mm-hmm. And that's just what. I don't like messy people. Mm-hmm. You know. And when you come around me with mess. I, I just have to. Take myself out the equation. Yeah. Because all that mess is. It's nonsense. It's mess that don't need to leave you stressed. For real. Yeah. Man. But um. You know, I should take applications for uh, who who would become her her uh, gay best friend. So, you know, reach out to her. What? Yeah. I, I barely have any friends, Jakar. I barely you, have any friends. You said you said you wanted a, a, a gay male best friend. You asked you had asked me this some time ago. Like, what would I do if shit? Not a damn thing. I'd be like, what up, nigga? You good? Anyway, cool. I have very few friends. I'm the main one you need. That's all. You gonna tell the people how you didn't like? You could t- you yeah. Go ahead, push your narrative first. Push on, put your narrative off. And no, you gotta tell. No, me. no, no. You tell <laughs> you tell your side of the story, and I'm gonna tell mine. Okay, we was eating some fast food that ain't good for you. Sitting in the car, eating, talking. Listen to music. Uh, there's a song called, uh, what's that? Girl, When I See You Twerk. What is it by oh, UCB or something yeah. like that? Hilarious. But, so, we finished eating. And I wanted to get out the car to throw it away. I didn't want to leave the, uh, the trash in the car. So, I went to go throw it away. And on my way walking back to the, the car, this guy was talking. He was just like, "With your blue on, look at you with your blue, your blue on." And I ain't say, you know, I ain't say nothing. Normally, I speak to people. I see him first, but I didn't. I, you know, just trying to be aware of my surroundings. I was polite. I said, "Have a good day." After he got done saying what he was saying, 
I got in the car. Hey, now she capped, y'all. She ain't say everything that you said. Now keep going. But okay, so then I got in the car, and then Jaka was just like, "I'm almost at a, I was almost at a ten, but I'm at a seven. Yeah, yeah. I look. T- people is crazy out here. Number one, if you know me, you know I already don't like that she, you know, do same thing solo, and it's just all out of <laughs> it's all out of protection. But uh, if you let let other people push their narratives, they say it's control, uh-huh. um, which is not it's security. Um, but you know, as but as y'all know. I can't see, so I'm I'm not able to assess the situation. I just know she out here, and I hear a male talking, and I'm trying to make out what he's saying. And then as she gets back in the car, I, I can hear it a little bit better. And then you tell me what was said. You know, I was I was at a seven because I'm just like, I don't want to have to get out out of this car and have to physically put my hands on somebody because they didn't did wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or they then, you know, approached you the wrong way or they just doing too much. You know, it wasn't the fact of you getting a compliment, which she left out. She left that out. She was just talking about, uh, she was just talking about oh, blue on that blue, that blue, and she ain't say everything he said. So That's what he said. You said he said you look good with all that blue on or something like that. I, whatever you said, he said, I that ain't even, that ain't even, that's a non-factor to me. Like, not a non-factor. I, it, you know, it's good. It's good that he gave you a compliment. But uh-huh. also, too, it's just knowing, you know, just trying to make sure certain lines ain't crossed. And, you know, because men are pressed up on you. A lot of men don't know how to take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's accountability on us as men. Like that's our that's our problem, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But also too, I don't think I don't think you should just be out here speaking to everybody. It's because people take them them simple like you speaking to them the wrong way, and they think that it's open like open season for them to just approach you and want to walk with you and talk. Like, nah, you gotta. You can't just speak to I everybody. I didn't speak to him, though. No, I'm not, ta- I'm not saying. I know I know you're not saying that, but I'm just saying I didn't speak to him at first. Yeah, so it's just. You know, I'd be quick to speak to people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to have some discernment about doing that. You can't just. And I did. You just can't always be doing that. Some, some niggas you just got to ignore all times. But, yeah, so going for it, like I said, that won't be happening again. I am going to throw the trash no, out. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you ain't. And especially if we in the car, that ain't happening. <laughs> because it can it can go in the destination. And let me tell y'all this, right? <laughs> hey, watch where y'all throwing y'all trash and stuff away. Watch where you spitting on the ground. At. Like, I don't even spit on the ground no more. We had, we had this teacher, uh, a sociology teacher that told us years ago. Watch where you putting like your DNA and stuff at because people will come scoop your stuff up and plant it places. And you might think it's crazy, but we watched something like a unsolved mystery show and they waited for this dude to spit on the ground and walk away and collected samples of his DNA just to trace it back to find out he was a killer 
on a crime that they was trying to solve. Mm-hmm. Watch what you doing out here, man. Like for real. But yeah, no, that's that's dead though. We, I, I don't care where we going if you know, if we going into somebody's house and we gotta throw the, this garbage away. That's what's gonna happen. I just don't. I all this crazy stuff out here happening. Cause what if I like doing it for the exercise, for the extra movement? We was on our way to another destination. The extra I movement. I know, but that just added extra movement nah, to man. the day. No, nah, yeah. Anyway, like I said, y'all, <laughs> you heard it from my mouth. <laughs> my mouth to guys, yeah, that's that ain't happening. No oh more. wow, Jacar. Yeah, what what was an extra five minutes away? I meant like. What was an extra five minutes? It's okay. No, 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 no. Get big it back. Answer my extra particle. five minutes. What was the? I didn't want to put it in somebody else's garbage. I wanted to put it's it. It's going to the same place. Though. I know, but you know, going to the same place. G, going to the same place. So, ladies, please, you know, protect yourself out there. If you can wait to, you know, assemble assemble your trash and throw it out, throw it out at, you at know, a safe at a safe location. Clean that shit out in somebody's house that you know. It's all good. Like, just don't be trying to take a whole mattress and throw it out at somebody's house. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that little small stuff, that could have waited. Yeah. It don't make it no better because we still... We didn't even get rid of all the garbage. We still had stuff that we ended up bringing in somewhere else. We did. Else. We did get rid of the garbage. No, we didn't. We got two cups still. It wasn't done. It uh, wasn't garbage. Oh, yours wasn't done? I finished it by the time we got here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, well. See, it could have still waited, y'all. We wasn't even done with all the trash. You, you, we, wasn't even, we wasn't even done with all no, the trash, y'all. don't be a bag lady. You're a bag man. Nigga. Nigga, stop Get it. Get rid of that shit. Man. <laughs> wait, wait till you're in a safe space, man. I was in a safe space. Anyway, we not. You know, <laughs> that place, that location we was at, you don't even like going to the place we went I to. I do, I don't. So, yeah, exactly. This is why, why I say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, accountability or protect the black women. See, now I'm trying to hold... I was holding her accountable for saying that she didn't like this location, but I still got to protect this black woman because she want to be hard-headed. <laughs> Man. It's okay. Yeah, today. Um, but, yeah, on to other news, you know. Um, I was getting to this Lil Wayne, um, not not controversy, but this, this uh, great conversation that we was having about Lil Wayne, and uh, I just want to F every girl in the world. And I'm going to let you kick it off, Marisha. Uh, is it the idea that nah. you want me to talk about? Oh, no, just that, just the, the verse. Yeah, let's let's talk about the verse. Um, well, we was listening to, uh, what's the name of that song? I don't know, it's... What I like them long hair, thick red bone. Open up that. If she let me in, I'm a, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's, uh, is it every girl in the world? I think it's That's called every, every girl. girl yeah, I think it's world. just called every girl in the world. Okay. But well, yeah. that verse when he says, I F the whole group. Baby, I'm a groupie. 
right? Mm. Oh, I feel like I'm so far away from the mic. But um, it's a double standard. And you touched on it earlier. So it's just like, I don't feel like we got to talk about it now. No, 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 no. We do. But you, you touched on it earlier. And it's just like, okay, it's acceptable for a man to F every woman in the room. And they don't have to be at the same moment. But it's all right. But if a woman was to F every man in the room, oh, Lord, no, Jesus. She for the streets. Yeah, I I, I feel like um, <clears throat> groupie. She out of here. Groupie is um, a different kind of, like, it's looked at differently when you're a man. Like, if a man said he was a groupie, it's no, like, it's no way to uh, look at him negatively. Yes, it's beautiful. Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying for, like, girl groups. If yeah. Destiny Child, like, yeah, I do all of them. Right. If a woman say, yeah, I do all of Jodeci. Yeah, I, I do all of B2K. It's like, you what? Right. What? Yeah, like, and what people don't even understand is, when you say you're a groupie or how they look at you as a groupie, it's like you lined up. Like you got to work your way to the to the superstar. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's like if a dude was doing that, he'd be looked at still as that nigga. Yeah, it's it's messed up. It's, yeah. it's a, a double standard. It's messed up because I would like to hear a female version of that song just to see... It'd be like it'd make your ears burn to hear to hear such um, such uh, crass lyrics like that coming from a woman. Yeah, you know what though, I would I would like to hear the song like that from a woman because now that it'd give power to men of all body types. You know, you got men out there. That's- I think men. The body types of men are accepted, more so accepted. No, no. Like, you got men out here getting liposuction, G. Yes, you do, but... And fake muscles. Yes, you do, but I feel like that is... Um, I'm not saying some men are insecure, a man can't be insecure, but I think that's a newer thing where men are seeking that now. But women been seeking it. I feel like, um, not like muscles and stuff like that, you know, whatever it is, whatever body work they're trying to get done. But, because, um, you you know, you got husky, burly men. You got thin men. You got athletic men. You got the, the heavy hitters. You got the heavy hitters. I feel like it's all about the way you carry yourself. And I think it's more acceptable. Women accept men more with the different body types than what men do. See, I would say, I would say it's different. I, I would say that women do the same thing men do. Is they just be a little bit quieter about it? Because I think we compromise more. No, uh, no, hell no, hell no, hell. Maybe the women of. Yes, the year. These women of today. Today, no. Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Because we could ask unknown name X, would they date 
uh, a nigga that's like Ruben Stoddard. Ruben wasn't he wasn't even that big. He was he was tall with some some weight on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They called him a big teddy bear, but he looked like he was well kept. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm telling you, it'd be no, it'd be like no, he too he too fat. Blah blah blah. Like yeah, you know, it's messed up because I think. I'm not, for lack of better terms, but bigger people, I think that's the same on both sides. Men and women look at bigger men and women like, oh, like, no. You I think so? Like this a no-go. You think so? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, possibly, possibly. But I definitely, I would say this. Women body shame men as just as much as y'all feel like men body shame women. Y'all just do it in the dark. Or y'all do it amongst y'all. You know, I just y'all hate, do it amongst y'all I, like you mentioned earlier, I just hate when women be like, ah, oh, he he had a smile, blah, blah, blah. But you was, he was, you, you was, was good messing with, with him. You, you was, was messing with him. With so it was just like, I don't want to hear that. It's cap, man. It's cap. I do not want to hear that. Women be, like, they be hurt that they don't get whatever they wanted to get up out the situation and they going to say anything to make a, the next person look bad. The person that's you know what I think that's why most people's most women's friends be sleeping with a a you know they ex or they partner because you didn't said you didn't talk them all these negative things and they just like mm, let me see what it's about you know maybe you know you tripping they. That's what it is. You got you got that you got that one person that's around you. It might not be a close friend to you. It might be an associate, but you you tell them like oh blah blah blah, and then y'all see it and you be like, hmm. okay, or or uh, maybe it is small, but you sure was with them. So what does that say about you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or for that, if a dude said, "Well, she stank," blah, blah blah, but you still did it. Right? Hey, now them 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 nasty niggas. I ain't, they still, don't. They don't why they no gotta pass. be nasty though? No, because if you telling me like, "Oh, it's it stank," but you did, nigga, you nasty. You nasty, nigga. I don't eat chitlins because they number one they stink. So if but, I'm but what I'm saying is just like he could be calling her. St- that she stink, but you, do you know how often like women pH can be off? I know, but things? I'm saying I'm saying this though. This is what I'm saying. If you still did it and you said you said it stank, <laughs> you nasty. Uh huh. You nasty, not her. Okay. Okay. All right. Like that's what I, that's what I was getting at with the chillings. Like. If I smell, if I know chillings is being made, I smell it, and I ingest it. I can't say that. Oh, it stink! It's nasty. <laughs> right, because you're eating. Yeah, it. I'm eating. I'm consuming right. it. Right, nigga, you nasty. You, you smelt it. You was cool with it. You still did it. You nasty. <laughs> I'm not. No, I would never, ever, <laughs> ever. And I, you know, it wasn't even, I would just, if I was a dude, I would just be like, not, not this time. You know, maybe we'll circle, we'll circle back around and try it again. 
And if it's like that the next time around, then you did yourself a favor without doing it. Like, like we can just be friends. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, you know, you let her take that up to God and just be like, well, is he not attracted to me? No, I mean, you know, you might be nice, but this ain't, you know, this ain't the moment for us, you know. Don't, but don't embarrass her and be like, bitch, you stink. Yeah. And that's what niggas be doing. Like, that's that's what a lot of niggas be doing, you know. But then also, too, y'all just be, y'all be quick to tell y'all business. Not women, but men out here. They be quick to tell their business. It's like, oh, yeah, I did, shorty. But, yeah, it was it was whack. And if you're telling a nigga it's whack, he going to be tempted. Don't be mad at why he trying your ex. Mm-hmm. Or a girl that you mess with because you didn't went and told, told him all the info. Mm. Told him all the info. He going to wait. He going to wait a few months till you, you know, done with her. You know, and especially if he see her out and he already thought she was decent, he going to talk to her. You can't be mad at her. You know, you can't you can't really be mad at him, especially if it's somebody that you wasn't taking serious. Mm-hmm. But everybody want to get up, up in their feelings because somebody, you know, somebody that they was cool with, dealing with somebody that they dealt with, don't tell them all the information. You know, it's like um, if you you know now this is it's probably way off, but if you was dating a porn star and your friend seen one of your your one porn, of the videos. yeah one of the videos, you don't think they're gonna be intrigued? Right, like Dad, do you be doing that same stuff? Like, girl, why, why? You know. You know, like, they just going to be waiting for their opportunity for y'all to break up or y'all to be going through. Like, I want you to do this here. This video that you did, I need you to do this here. Right. Like, man. Like, I don't do that in real life. Right. <laughs> That's just for the videos. Right. I'm saying, like, man. Mm-hmm. But back to the, the whole groupie thing. <sighs> Ladies. It's okay if you're a groupie. You know, after hearing that line. Is it okay, though? It's not okay. It's, look, you (laughs) just got to be okay with the outcome. Yes. You got to be okay with the outcome. And if it stick with you, you got to be okay with it. You got to be okay with it. Broken families, uh, STDs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Lower men of self-esteem. Um, yeah. Yeah, It's to me, it's like, when you do things like that, you got to go into it with the mind frame of one thing. I did this to have fun. Yeah. And if that's, that's you know, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. Like, who am I to, you know, who am I to look at you differently? Just protect yourself. That's it. I mean, people ain't using protection. That and that's the crazy thing out here. Ain't nobody using protection nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, plan, mm-hmm. plan B is the new protection. Yeah, but it's really not. Right. That's crazy. Man, that's crazy. I don't know what to say about these people out here. Um, 
<clears throat> I do want to do uh, a What You Need to Hear, but it's only I only got two songs, for real. Okay. So, uh, oh, actually, three songs, but you... Thundercat? Nah, no. Nah, but you <laughs> talked about one of the songs. Okay. Um, so, in this week's What You Need to Hear, um, the homie, L.A. Van Gogh, but he's uh, currently known as Galaxy Francis. He dropped a new song this week called uh, I Want to Thank Me. It's featuring another artist, but it's super hard. I like the song. Um, I think uh, it's a good song for everybody to listen to, whether you have been through something in your life or whether you, you know, whether you feel like you was privileged. Um, you know, because whatever obstacle that you faced in your life, you need to thank yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a great, like, empowerment song. It's, um, I think it's dope, you know, if even if you're dealing with, like, self-esteem issues, it's a good song to wake up to and just uh, play it for yourself, mm. you know, to build that confidence in yourself, you know. Uh, it's, it's a real dope listen, you know. So, you know, Galaxy Francis, make sure y'all check that out. It's called I Want to Thank Me. Um, it's on all streaming platforms. And then I didn't know how we didn't know this, but I felt like we got finessed and played. But shout out to the homegirl, Brittany Carter. She dropped the she dropped the song, uh, the only song that she had released this year. Uh, what was the name of it again? Oh man, oh my goodness, Shakara, you put me on a spot, man. My bad, my bad, because she put she put herself on the spot. I was trying to figure out the other song that she released. But she said it it wasn't released, but we sure did hear it on social media. So it probably, I don't know. No, nah, no, nah, that's what her post said. I'm going off her post. Okay, okay, let's see. It is. I'm on your head, Brittany. Oh my goodness! Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hoes mad. Hoes mad. I don't know how I forgot that. Hoes mad. I yeah. know. Shout out to shout out to Brittany Carter for dropping hoes mad. And it was the, you know, it's been released within the last 30 days. So I feel like, uh, I don't know how we didn't know that. But, um, yeah, shout out to her. It's a good song. Yes. Good vibes. Yes, it is. And, uh, yes, indeed. You know, uh, last but not least, you said it's called UCB. The name of that group was <laughs> I UCB. Think so, yeah. Let me see. That's, Let's see. That song. That song crazy. Twerk. For me. Oh. Twerk. For me. me. Girl, twerk for me. UCB. Yes. Hey, make sure y'all, you know, you you definitely need to listen to that. That's that's, uh, that's the perfect song to play on Sunday before you go to church. Oh, my gosh. And on that note, this guy, what is wrong with you? Yeah, no, that's, I mean, on that note, though, that was, I'm the, what you need to hear. Yeah. Definitely play them joints though. Good vibes. All all three are different uh different sounds. But uh <laughs> I feel like y'all enjoy all three songs. <laughs> I'm t- I'm telling you, I've honestly either you play it He sound like Tyrese, y'all. Tyrese, yeah. He did though. No cap. I he thought it did. was I thought it was Tyrese. <laughs> I thought it was Tyrese, but shout out to UCB. You know, I don't know. We don't know when the song came out. So if it's old, it's new to us and new to y'all now. So for the ones that, who don't know about it, but it's a great song. Great song. You went, okay. 
I know that sounds blasphemous, Marisha. Mm-hmm. But you telling me you wouldn't play that song on Sunday? No. Sunday morning? No. Stop it. All right, I'm Not gonna... unless I was about to go to twerk for you. What's wrong with twerking for your husband on a Sunday? Nothing. All right, so it could be played I on I said Sunday. nothing unless I'm going to be twerking for you, but it's... I ain't about to just turn it on just to turn it on. I, I got to. All right, let's say the song come on Sunday morning, right? You, you saying next song? I mean, like, if I'm going to listen to it, I'm going to listen to it. I'm, you know, it's just like uh, that Meek Mill song, Church. Like, I don't uh, know. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, like, that's, that's uh, your joint. That's something I wouldn't put on on a we Sunday, die. but if it came on. Nah, we going to get your, we gonna to get your Sunday playlist together. <laughs> Twerk for me going to be on that. Amen going to be on that. Yeah, we got to. We gotta do it up. We gonna do it up just like that. Uh, that man from the that movie you was watching earlier did it up. <laughs> what? Hey man, that was. We gonna do it just like that. What movie? Oh, was it a movie? It was really on TV. It was an infomercial. Oh, you talking about the the uh the pastor? Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was um. It was like a, a TV pastor. And it was all scripted to me because they was like, they had a studio audience uh, set up. It wasn't in a real church. But anyway, I don't even want to talk about that because it made me mad. Well, let's talk about it. Okay, well, I'm not really big on um, TV pastors too much. Because when they start talking about offering and tithes, that's when I get kind of um, kind of turned off. But you know, the the church does need their bills paid. That I do know. And um, but what he was talking about was sowing the seed of a thousand dollars and calling in and giving sending his sending your seed to him. Basically, you know, like like okay, how about saying, you know. Sow your seed into a thousand dollars into like your business that you want to start. Sow your seed into um, a boys and girls foundation or something like that. Sowing your seeds in in different ways, or like your time can be used as a seed. You know, like. And he was just like, if you want to make installments, like installments, <laughs> installments, it really pissed me off. It really pissed me off, and I was not feeling his story. I'm not saying it wasn't true, but, like, none of what he was talking about was going to make me send him $1,000, especially. And he's like, even if that's all you got, like, what? <laughs> what? If you got to pay $100 uh, 10 times, what? Now. It's, it's do it now. It's urgent. Do it now. Like, what? Like, I was just so... Irritating, irritated about it because I was listening to it, you know, just seeing where he was going and whatnot. And he was going in the direction I thought he was going. And then all these black people was co signing him too. They all, <laughs> the choir all black, the audience all black, the dude interviewing him black. Like it's just like they all in it together. But anyway. Oh man. That made me mad but you know it's not that you know um i'm not saying don't go to church or don't listen to certain things but use your own discernment and uh 
listen to what's being said and know what's right and know what's wrong and know what's fishy, you know, because every person that's preaching God and, and preaching the gospel is not using it in the way that it's supposed to be used. So, man, I, when you told me that this morning, gee, I just, it was so hysterical to me. I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't unlisten to it because it was just like, what? It, everything, I thought, I thought you was telling me about like a, a TV show or something or a Netflix No, uh, no, it was, movie. it was real. It was real. It was real. And that's why I woke you up like, this remote not working. It was it was <laughs> off. It was like it was going off anyway. But I wasn't about to listen to this man, interview this man about uh, trying to convince me to send $1,000 in right lives. now. Send your lives. Like, no. I ain't never, I ain't never in all my Gee. years, in all my years. And I ain't been a church Even if that's, if you team, down to like, you know. what? <laughs> Nigga, what? Yeah. That's just how I felt. That's just how I felt. Okay. All right. But, you know, I was listening to him here in the mouth, seeing where he was going. You know, where, where's the message? What What's the message you putting out here? Send you $1,000 to sow your seed. Okay. Sow they seed, you know. Gee, that's that's so funny. Like, Plant the seed or whatever. I'm saying sow seeds. Whatever. The, how hey, was the right? It don't even, It not like that. God forgive me. But it don't even matter. You telling somebody to send you a hundred dollars in ten installments, and Gee. what if he and all like look he and he sends you back some seeds? If he send it like oh gee gee yeah hey look gee I know it's some devout some devout faithfuls out there. When he said that you could make installments, you can make four install like when he said <laughs> when he said that I was done. I was already done. But I wanted to just finish it out and hear, you know, finish that. Like, man, no, nah, gee. Hey, so would it have been cool if he would, if he didn't push the thousand dollars? If he was just like, you know, send, you know, send a couple, you know, send a couple dollars. I would rather him say, donate to my church, donate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all right, but don't try to convince me with these stories you're talking about. You put a thousand dollars somewhere. And your son is all good now. Y'all, this this old woman came and put a thousand dollars in and said that she losing her mouth, her house, sorry, her house on Tuesday. And you took her to another church, raised fourteen thousand dollars to it for her. Wait, whoa. That's that's what it it sounded like whoa. a you know, anyway. What kind of Ponzi scheme was Gee, like, look, gee. I, she gave me a thousand. So then I took her and we went to another church and got fourteen thousand <laughs> to pay for her. Uh, what you call? She's like, you know, this is all I got. You know, um, ain't like it's enough for me to pay toward my house. It's gonna be foreclosed. That's what he was saying. That's still how the story went. Like, come on, come but on. But you gave yo that thousand dollars would have been able to get you a decent little a decent little motel hotel since your house was getting foreclosed on. Gee, like that's crazy. That's crazy, man. It's just I feel bad for people that's like out here, and they they trying to figure out which direction to go or uh, get a sign from God, and they feel like this is a sign from God. Uh, Who knows? You know. Let me get this thousand. Let me get this thousand so I can give it to this man for my my seed. Yeah, like mm, talk about seed money. Gee, that's crazy. But. It sure rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, uh, I'm so, gee. 
But I'm glad I watched it, you know, to hear it out. <laughs> oh, man. But I was quick to turn. Was he a, a younger uh, white dude or an older one? Um, He was probably in his late 40s, early 50s or something mm. like that. He had his hair um, kind of like gelled up. Kinda oh, snap. In like a, um, let me see. Uh, like this on your on the head. Oh no! Nah, it it wasn't. wasn't. He was kind of not heavy set, but he had some meat on him, and he was like, you know how T G T T D Jake say, "Get ready, get ready, get ready." Get, you know, I'm telling you, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> Whoa! Get ready. My. But, but I'm just like, what? Oh man! Oh, oh my man. gosh! But you know, I was up early. This is like Gee, around four o'clock, that's five o'clock so, this morning. That's hilarious. So I'm just that's... like, okay. What is it? <laughs> Gee. Hey, man. But hey, you know, that's his hustle. <laughs> and know. I'm knocking it. But hey, I, I ain't. Man. I ain't sewing into it. Gee, this is exactly why I was telling you. We need to go ahead and get, get our, our script hey, together. Hey, just calm down. Calm down. Calm down. All right. Fire, well, oh no! I almost hit the wrong thing. It was, I was about to say Firefly Lane, but it ain't. That ain't even what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, you yeah. talking about uh, yeah. flame love, flame, uh, true flame or whatever it is. Yeah, damn, mm. that's crazy. Soul flame, soul flame, <laughs> soul flame. That's something. I don't. I don't remember. Twin flame. Twin flame. Twin flame. Ten yeah. f- twin flame. Gotta finish watching that. That it's just tripped out because it's a lot of lost people out here. It's a lot of lost people because it's a lot of confusion. So you just trying to figure out, get a direction, and then whatever sounds right at the time for these people, they fall for it. Dang, that's why you gotta have that discernment. Yeah, no. Dang. Mm, Shoot. Dang. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, Marsha, I'm sorry that you had to experience that by yourself this morning. I wish I was woke. (laughs) I wish I was woke. (laughs) Really listening. I'm watching it. Like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just listening to what's going on. I'm just like, okay. And I hate when people be telling the stories with all this kind of emotion behind it. But you know, it's not. You didn't went through this. You didn't went through this. Right. You're not crying about it. You know, it's. This happened, you know, but it's just like all this emotion you putting behind it to make me feel like, yeah, yeah, okay. Let me send my thousand. Like it's it'll it'll touch me more if you if you talk about it in a regular way, mm. you know, like it'll touch me more if it's like that. But still, it might touch me. I'm you know, but I'm still not about to really send you a thousand dollars. Man. And four installments, even that's, then. That's when what's he said when he said that too. I'm like, are you serious? That's what's why. Oh thousand. my gosh! I, look, I'm used to the ones. And then he was like, you know, if uh, this is this is he said. He said, if you call and you get the business signal, call again. Whoa! <laughs> call hey, again. Wait, wait. Yeah. Hey, hey this is just getting funny. That's what funny. he said. Oh, call, man. call again. Wow. Call back. Call again. Oh, man. What? Okay. Man. Oh, man, Marcia. You That's what he said. You should have took the That's number down so I could have called this morning. I, you know what? I started to call. 
See? Not to give anything, right. but I started to I started oh, to call man. that number to see what they was gonna say. Man, <laughs> this is so funny. But I didn't. I didn't. Oh man. Oh, if we come across this ever again in life, give me the number. I'm gonna call and ask them if they're gonna donate to me. Yeah. Wow. He probably they probably gonna be like, Well no, you're gonna receive the blessings. Um, you're gonna receive your blessing, but we need the thousand. We need you to 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 sow your seed. We need we need that seed money. Man, that is hilarious. That's hilarious. I mean, it's not. He fun. had his script together. Yeah, it's not funny that uh, people using God as a uh, a hustle. No, not at all. You know, it ain't nothing new. It's nothing new. Nothing new. Saying. They hustled us. They hustled us in slavery. Yes, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boy, that's funny. But yeah. Oh man. And on that note, guys, that was another episode of the um Hot Not Topics brought to you by Man Over Music and Music Over Man Podcast and Brown Sugar Radio. Oh man. Oh, man. No, that's funny. Hey, that would have been a funny way. Man. Oh, uh, it's everything is tweaking me out about this. The black <laughs> congregation, the in studio, they just smiling. Mm. So the choir ain't even bust out no songs, huh? I, you know what? <laughs> he was it, just too cool was, with the it message. It was some singing, <laughs> but when he when he panned over to the uh, studio audience, it was a studio audience. <laughs> G. Studio audience. It wasn't a church, like you know, you know, you know. You see churches like uh, what's his name? Joel, Joel Osteen, he got a church. Come on, man. You got to have a church. <laughs> like, this man is on a set. It's on a, a set, G. And oh, it was like, right now. And he was saying, he what, what was he saying? And you know what you need to do? You need to send your me money right now. But they'd be like, right now. And in due time, blah, 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 blah. Right now, Shout you know, the they, they was like, they were saying <laughs> right now, homie. oh yeah, in due time, check Shout that, to, check that project out, Shout Cam, to the homie Cam. creative artistic mind, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, check man. Cam out. Check. That, hey, that's the in due time. You well, yeah, that's out. the in due time. That's the in due time. Not, not that blasphemy. Oh man. Not that, but. Woo, that's hilarious, man. Oh man, I'm over here in tears for real behind these glasses. G. Yes, Jakar. Oh, man. You know what? So That's probably why I wanted to get up and walk this morning. <laughs> like, I had to walk that off. Like, I had to do something. Oh, man. So, one thing y'all don't know uh, about us is we um, we went to a couple of shows when we lived in L.A. We sat on the set. And so, let me, I'm going to ask you this right now, Marisha. Like, Let's say we was we was in L.A., right? Mm-hmm. And we seen that it was a uh, they was looking for audience members for a particular like infomercial. They didn't give us they didn't give us really no details. They just taught us to wear these Some type church of clothes. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, Sunday best clothes yeah. or something like that. How how would you? Uh, <laughs> and we got to this one. What like? What was you had did? Because you know they make you sit that for it. It ain't like you can Gee, just get up and. I would have been cheesing the whole time. <laughs> like I can't believe this. <laughs> they were like, "You was right there. You you was right there." Oh man! Like, look, man. <laughs> I was in the right place at the wrong time. 
No, I was in the wrong place at the right time. <laughs> oh man. Jeez. That's and hilarious. see, it wasn't like a full studio audience, Jakar. It was like a, a bleacher section. Oh. But yeah. it was like it looked like a you know, it was a set. It was a set, but it wasn't like a full studio. It was like a bleacher section of people. Like, come on. Hey, hey so this sound like the choir was about ten members. No, it was I have to see it again. I'm have to see it again and uh, you know, set the scene for you. Man. For sure. Man, these these infomercial uh <laughs> You are crying tears. <laughs> gee, these infomercial uh preachers, gee. Yeah. Like I Oh man. Save yourself. Don't uh don't get caught up early in the morning don't. watching B T bounce, uh T V one all of these joints. Don't. Man. Oh. That's funny. Duh. All right, baby. Ooh. Well, this has been another episode <laughs> of Protect Your Pockets. <laughs> your soil money, your seed money. Yeah. Nah, but for real though, this has been another episode of Man Over Music. Or Music Over Man. With your lovely host. Lovely, humble. <laughs> Most arrogant, favorite podcast couple. Yes. Married um, couple at that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Emphasis on the married, you know, um, Maisha and Jakar, and we're going to see y'all in another week. <clears throat> what I say? Uh, oh, o- OTM. OTM game. OTM. OTM. OTM, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see y'all soon. Well, hopefully some good news. Yeah, <laughs> <we> hopefully. <laughs> Send us that soil money, y'all. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Gee, you did not tell me that they did They want the best of me. I can't really trust that. I can't let you in when my conscience screaming, fuck that. Knowing you gon' burn me like I won't even touch that. Don't see the pill. You can't always judge a thing by the way that it feels. I know, I know. Out here trying to get it in your hoes, man. Stand to myself in your hoes, man. I can't win for losing. It's so sad. They ask me why I've been staying away from where the hoes at. Out here trying to get it in your hoes, man. Stand to myself in your woes, man. I can't win for losing. It's so sad. They ask me why I've been staying away from where the hoes at. Hoes, man, cause they really love me. They can't hide it. 
Hoes mad cause they wanna play my shit in private Hoes mad I don't really blame them I can't shame them Everybody got their opinions on entertainers If I ain't joke up a T-Pro she with caution Teaching niggas how to handle me it's exhausting Treat me like you wanna be treated Let's keep it simple I ain't got a name drop And I ain't listing no credentials I ain't come up in this bitch Just to get y'all art I get y'all me Hoping that I make my mark Like fuck trying to compete I'm just being myself These niggas dying on the inside And loaded with wealth I know, I know Out here trying to get it in your hoes, man Staying to myself in your hoes, man I can't win for losing It's so sad They ask me why I've been Staying away from where the hoes at Out here trying to get it in your hoes, man Staying to myself in your hoes, man I can't win for losing It's so sad They ask me why I've been Staying away from where the hoes Trying to get it in you hoes, man Staying to myself in you hoes, man I can't win for losing, it's so sad They ask me where I've been Staying away from where the hoes at Out here trying to get it in you hoes, man Staying to myself in you hoes, man I can't win for losing, it's so sad They ask me where I've been Staying away from where the hoes at Thank you.